David Krejci draws Austin Watson. Now Heiden to McAvoy, he scores! Yo, bartender! Yo, food needs a refill! And Hudobin makes the stop. Marchand ahead to Bergeron. Has Marchand busting down the middle. Scores! Patrice Bergeron with the Bruins' third shorthanded goal of the season. Treat me right fucking now. McAvoy finds DeBrus behind DeLaurier. Shit face on the bus. Louise left me, and that son of a bitch over there keeps playing me when he knows I'm shit face. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Beers and Bruins podcast, episode number 10. Very, very, very excited to have two of one of my favorite podcasts uh, in all 148 that I fucking subscribe to on a weekly basis. We have Mr. Brian and Mr. Paul from Ride the Pine Radio. How's it going, guys? What's up, buddy? What's up? Nothing. I'm so I'm, I'm absolutely stoked to have you guys both. You know, I, I I've talked to Brian so many times, and uh, and and secretly back backstage, I I just want to talk to Paul. So we just want to use your equipment for uh, about an hour and a half. And <laughs> no, that's fine. I'll just get drunk and listen. I'm gonna try to change the hashtag to fuck Brian now, right? Exactly. No, no. <laughs> this no. is my show. This is my show. <laughs> it's forever. Fuck Paul. <laughs> No, nah, seriously, guys, I'm looking stoked to have you back. I, I don't have uh, any, I got glass, so if you can hear that. I heard it, there it there is. There we go. And uh, we are off. So, how's everything going? Hey, you know me, dude, living the dream. Same yeah, thing. Yeah. Nice. Um, let's just start off and uh, just say, yeah, you guys are a little happier than uh, after game one? Absolutely. No. Yes. No. <laughs> What what is bothering Brian besides Tukarask and David Krejci? Uh David Backus. Oh, the other white David. <laughs> the, the other David. The other David. No, I honestly like it. It is a drastic turnaround from what it was. But do like I told you in a tweet that I sent you. Like it's the anticipation of waiting for the first game, and that's just what showed the fuck up. Luckily, they've been a whole lot better. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, definitely two sides to the coin. Um, and I'm, I'm actually really surprised uh, that they did the that such a turnaround on, on a back-to-back game. Uh, I know there's two different way – I mean, Washington and Buffalo are way different. But to come back, obviously get a message within 24 hours and say, listen, you fucking show up this time and, and let's start here. Preseason is now officially over. So um, – I'm thrilled about the progression that's been going on. I like how everybody's gelling. People are starting to come back. Uh, Jake DeBrusque, two goals the other night. Ryan Donato, um, he's there. Uh, and there's a lot of good other supporting roles that are really making this team so much better. And, and I hope, I, I am not a predicting, 
I'm not a rah-rah. I'm not calling anything. All I'm saying is I'm taking this team as one game at a time and evaluate. What do you guys I mean, think? That's all you can do as far as, I mean, dude, we're only, what, four or five games in? Yeah. Like, you can't go too far ahead. You can just speculate, which I will always do. But I think the one thing that aggravates me is that Donato already lost that spot to Nordstrom. Yeah. I like the Nordstrom in that second line, though. I, But he's not. I don't know, though. He's not a second line guy. Right. Like, you have second line talent or at least potential talent, and you're going with a guy who's notoriously been third, fourth line. I mean, look, he's played well. Don't get me wrong. That's It's just, I don't know. I thought it was time for the kids to shine. Right. I agree with that. Well, Nordstrom's not really that old, is he? No, he's like 27 or something like yeah, that. I was right. going to say that too. <clears throat> like 27, 28, something like that. Yeah, I, I just want to see them keep doing. Uh, I'd rather see Donato still up there. I don't I don't want to see. I mean, Nordstrom's doing good, but I want to keep giving the guy chances because I don't want it to go back to the back in the day, Claude Julien-esque time where you give a guy a chance, but then they, they mess up a little bit. No, let's, let's pull him back. Keep him out there. Let him learn from it. Keep going and keep grinding. Unless it's Danton Heinen, which you can fucking send him down. That's fine. (laughs) No, Paul, I I completely understand what you're talking about. And but in this regime of of the uh, the Butch Cassidy uh, and his and his Sundance crew, um, I just (laughs) think that these guys are giving them an opportunity to show what they got. And if they're not showing what they got, other people are going to step up and take that. Uh, And not for a full time thing. I think this is more of like this is the perfect time to like um, get with uh, Kevin Dean, get with uh, uh, Pandolfo and um, and, J- and Joe Sacco and just say, you know, we have this time now to mix match and see where chemistry can be made. I'd rather see them do this than in April, in March and April. So. I like the way it's going right now because they're winning. Ultimately, the ultimate goal is a W at the end of the game. If you get that, I don't care what the lineups look like. Um, you might want to care about that whole lineup situation when it comes down to the playoffs and if they do make it. I'm, I'm not saying that they're not, but, you know. Yeah, I can agree with that. But I, I also I also want to see Donato get his chance at the top six too, because that's pretty much where he's 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 not a third and fourth line player, but it, it, his play to the coach and coaching staff is going to dictate where he actually goes. But I'd rather see him get it with Krejci or get it with uh, Marshin and Bergeron. Yeah, which I, I would be fine. I would prefer him on that first line and drop past and drop down. past it down to that second. My preference, but. Uh, that fucking first line is too fucking deadly to really yeah. split it up. Absolutely. That's fucking sick, man. Those guys are all on four game point streaks. Yep. And, well, did you, did and, you? And three of them, three of them are in the top ten in uh, in total scoring this year so far. It's just. Did you hear the interview? Fucking the other day it was Mashan gave all the credit to Bergeron for his success, and then Bergeron turned around and gave it all to Pasternak for his. <laughs> like, they're just passing the buck on each other. Well, no, it was because of him. Like, I think that's great. That is awesome. That is awesome. And Pasternak is just absolutely blowing me away this year. He's um, a beast here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely got to be. And I'm not just talking about points and, and what he's been doing 
I, I could le- legitimately think that he is probably a top 10 talent in this league right now. Yeah. I mean, if not, he's going to crack it this year. Yeah. But he's definitely he's, pretty fucking close. He's playing defensively better, too, not just offensively. And that's the part that I love. That's what I love about it, his, his back check, his forecheck. Like, he's playing more physical. And that and that's that's so important to a young man's game, is to is to not rush him to learn it all at once. But it might take a year or two in the process to get it all. But you know when he signed that very cap friendly six by six you know deal recently, or the, a season ago or whatever, you know, you have that time invested now so and and this is the perfect time to see what he's doing right now and then move forward because you know his the rest of his career could be just be legendary in my opinion i don't see why not i mean as long as there's people around him too he's yeah you can't just ride the wave of him and hope that you know somebody develops type of deal around him you have to have developed guys around him because yep. I think throwing like a, I don't know, Dan Heinen, it would probably be like the worst line made for him to have. Yeah. Yeah, Danton's a floater right now. I'm not too sure where where he's going to end up. He's got one, this is his last full season, I believe, on his ELC too. So, yeah. you know, it's. The way he's going to end up, right? They might ship him during the season. On another fucking team. Yeah. I mean, he very well could be packaged. And I, I already know that they're very interested in, in looking to get rid of Jesse Gabriel, which is a he's not a very high prospect, but, I mean, he just got sent down. I called that. Got a little intel on that one. Yeah, I need your sources. Yeah, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, it's just, he's, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. I had some I had some really high praise for that kid, too. Heinen is on his on the last year of his deal. Yeah, and you know what? And he's a, he'd be a very interesting, um, you know, pickup for somebody that's willing to to trade if they want to do a package deal or anything like that. Because you know, if you, if you hear about any of the, the trade rumors going around, it's always like Solaric and Heinen and and somebody else. So I could see him being moved. I could also see Donato being moved. Yeah, that's the, I don't I don't know if I want that. I I, I don't. I'm not saying I want it either. But it's, I mean, unfortunately, this is, this is exactly what happens to NHL teams that go through the, what we just did in 2015 and having like 11 or 12 picks in a seven round draft is you got to either play them or you got to get rid of them because you, yeah. you just have way too many right now. And, and I've, I've been holding on and holding on to say this, but now it's time. I think this is the year you really have to do something. Um, Wait, hold Hold on. Did you just I, say? Yeah, I did. I did. Wow. <laughs> welcome, welcome, Mike. Thank you for <laughs> on this bandwagon. <laughs> I just, I, I think this, this is the year that if if they want to make a splash, maybe make a splash with some younger players, and and look towards the future. Um, when you look at the the salary cap and so on, and where everybody's gonna fit with roster spot availability, because people are getting older. You know, Krejci's got three years. He's not gonna be around after that. I don't believe they'd resign him. You know they're not going to resign Chara after this year. Maybe not. I'm I'm just saying that they shouldn't. I was going to say. I fucking hope not on that one. I mean, I get get the whole leadership thing, and, and, you know, they're buying another year of development down in the AHL for a player that could take his spot. But bringing him back for another year, just 
that when you look on the other side of the coin, when you when it comes to cap space, if you want to go out and, and entertain an Anthony Pierre and I just hacked that fucking name, um, and or any other high profile free agent out there, you need that cap space back. I'd rather have the space available than to like go through your roster and say. All right, we probably have to get rid of this guy. We probably have to get rid of that guy. And those are probably two guys that you don't want to get rid of, but the money factor comes into it. I think that's I that's my biggest problem with Chara this year is what his actual dollar is. Like 5 million bucks like Yeah, it's too much. It's a lot. It's be- better than 7 the last 5 years of his uh, I, career before that. I disagree with that in any way, but 5 is a lot for a 41-year-old guy. Sure. Sure. I mean, he's no Chris Chelios. And I swear he can't play till he's like 48, right? Like, the track is done. Yeah, he's getting too slow anyway. Paul, what's up with you, man? What? You all right? Yeah, why? You got to talk, dude. Just go out. I'm cutting. I'm trying to listen and cut in when I can, you know? This is what what we do, man. Hey, you know, just, just think of it as your program and you guys are on your own. And I'm like looking out the window, looking in there going, whoa, those, <laughs> those drinks look pretty fucking good in there. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hey, I saw the picture of uh, of uh, you and the family went down to uh, opening opening day for the opening night. Boys. Yeah. I was like, who is yeah. this? Who is this family sitting with fucking Brent Burns? <laughs> <laughs> you like that, right? I did. It was pretty cool, I was man. Off till June, bro. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. I told him the other day you look more like Sean Couturier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was calling the Burns and he said, Oh, it's definitely Sean Couturier. Same tooth that fucking Burns is. <laughs> yeah. It's because Burns is missing every tooth. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, he is missing a little more than I am. Yeah, no, it was fun. I, I didn't even realize that that was Montreal's AHL team until I was like looking at my girl and I'm like, There's a lot of fucking Montreal jerseys around here. What are these idiots doing? Exactly. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. And then uh, then they came out, and I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the patch on the shoulder. You're like, oh, like, fuck. Uh, actually, they have their jerseys. Their away jerseys are red and uh, blue with, like, a slash down the middle, too. So it's just their logo throws you off because there's nothing, no color scheme towards Montreal at all. So it's, like, weird. It's like an R that's a blue, and that's it. Yeah. It's weird. The, um, do you... Do you know, I, I I might hack this story, but I think I have it right. Do you know why they're called the Laval Rocket? No. The Maurice Richard, uh, Maurice oh. Richard, the Rocket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe he is from Laval, so it's like an honor. Okay. That's but, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, but they're still the Jersey Sox. And not only that, the Providence Bruins organization, I love them to death, but they suck. Uh, is they don't have a freaking radio broadcast and they haven't had one for three years. So when I listened to the uh, the game or watching the game, I had to listen to the Montreal. I mean the uh, the the uh, French uh, feed. Oh God! Yeah, that was <laughs> not. I was not happy with that. <laughs> oh shoot me! Listening to it in French. Yeah, I just turned it down. So like, nope, I'll figure it out. <laughs> I need Call to. I need my... to hear because I got like eight screens in here. I'm like. I need to hear, you know, sentencing scores, and that, you know, kind of wakes me up a little bit to like pay attention to. But when you hear the, if I said to put the, what is it, Prince Willie it's like what? Huh? <laughs> and, and and please, for our French speaking friends that listen to this program, we're not knocking you at all. We just, I just can't understand the fucking word you people say. 
but I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, so I don't exactly know his uh, Twitter handle or whatever you want to call it, his Twitter name completely, but was it Causeway down the Causeway or something like that? To, to Causeway, Co- that's yeah. Josh Bemis. Yeah, he was there too, sitting across from me, pretty much same level, kind of nice. maybe a level down. And I posted the picture and he commented on it. We were shooting the shit back and forth about the game and stuff too. So that dude cool knows his minor league shit. Does he? Yeah. Oh my god. He was he like mid. He was like uh, on the Montreal, like right, right above the benches. I think he was. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, right along the red line. <laughs> yeah, he's Josh is Josh is really good. Um, he he knows his stuff and uh, is and is working his way up. So um, yeah, yeah, and he's he's a fantastic uh, host uh, in the pro, in our prospect hour. So nice, a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's my three year old's first hockey game. So nice. Yeah, he loved it. It was it was cool. Just jumping in the standing in the middle of the aisle, freaking jumping up, yelling, screaming, "Let's go!" <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm like loving it. <laughs> I'll have to hang out with him, and then you'll have to get it a second job because he wants to be a goaltender. Oh no, 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 no! no. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing goaltender. Don't worry, I got your back, man. He's playing <laughs> defense. One of the two. That's it. There you go. There you go. I ain't spending them four hundred dollars on him pads. It's ridiculous because kids' pads is that much too. You know, you know what? Uh, when you talk about gold, uh, not gold equipment. When you talk about equipment, period. You know, you know why like European um, countries are so successful at hockey is because they they hand their stuff down. Yeah. You know, and and they keep it going to like you know once you grow out of it, you hand it down. You don't sell it. You don't go to the, go to like a buy it again sports. And just have it sit there on the shelf. It's getting used. Yeah, that's why so many kids over there are just evolved in the game. Over here in North America, we don't do that. You know, nope. once we're done with it, it goes on a shelf or it goes to a, a secondhand store and it sits on their shelf for a while. So, I mean, that's why I believe You're selfish, huh? Because <laughs> we're selfish. I know, I know. You know, you gotta always have the new shiny, you know, the new toy kind of yeah scenario, but. I think if if people were more accustomed to do something like that over here, it would def- the sport would definitely be a lot cheaper, you know, because you're not spending the four or five hundred dollars. You're spending yeah, at least true. half of that. Most of the time, it, it, it the the biggest cost is ice time. Yeah, like when I fucking rent the ice up here, it's two hundred and like eighty five dollars for fifty freaking minutes. Yeah, it's because there's like seven people around you. That's why it's. <laughs> Hey, so much. hey, you rent ice? Yeah, we get we get I get we get like two hours sometimes and we get like twenties, twenties, twenty three, twenty four guys. I'm gonna have to take my gear up one time and play with you guys. Right? Like I I'm, play on Friday nights after work. Nice in Island, so and we use about two hours for fifteen bucks. It's yeah, not see, bad. that's not it's like sick time, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like no nope, it's it's full. We well we were all our equipment, but Right, right. That's it, what I mean. Hashtag beer league legend over yeah, here, man. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you play, Paul? Do you, are you a forward or defense? Um. Well, he plays left out, left outfield. No. <laughs> 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 What's hockey? No, just kidding. Um. When I played in high school, I was a center. Um. Nice. So forward, basically, but uh, like in that on Friday nights in the pickup, we just do whoever comes off whatever position they were and we play it. So kind of whatever. Nice. But most forward. Yeah, I I played goal for about uh, in high school, 
And then shortly afterwards, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to skate out and see what I think. And I scored <laughs> my first goal in my first game, and I'm like, wow, this is awesome. And I, I just never really went back. But, nice. Um, yeah, I definitely want to get down on that when you guys um, do the uh, the uh, pawn hockey thing. You guys were yeah, talking yeah. about on your show. About that. Yeah, it'd uh, be fun. Yeah, I, I want in on that. I'll fucking gladly take a Monday off and hang out with you guys. <laughs> so I usually do that thing though too. What's that? The, the night, hockey? You no, know, when you do the the league with you, like the Friday night hockey or some shit like that. It's Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Oh, yeah. I have that off too. That's perfect. It's like up in it's in Newport though. It's a it's a ride. I know. I know where it is. I was just there yesterday actually. Serious? Uh. Well, what's today? Monday? No, Saturday I was there. Yeah, I picked a car up in that town and dropped it off somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys... I was like, I'm a troubleshooter, yes, I'll do it. I don't care. <laughs> it was funny when Brian uh, Brian was freaking telling me he was going to be in Amesbury, like, a, I don't know, was that a month or two ago? Yeah, it was about that. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, about that. Yeah, that's where we go, bro. Well, I, brought, I mostly I, am out in I that I brought area. one from Dorchester up to Amesbury, and oh, I was like, you? dude, what's up? He's yeah, like, what are, you? what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. He's like, what's a good sub shop around here? I was like, oh, boy. Yeah, he's working. Because he's like, you're not telling me. He's like, where's the good water and hole where I can hide my truck and have a drink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you know. <laughs> if I'm asking about food, I'm busy. <laughs> Oh, dude, if I if I was up there for drinks, it would be, hey, dude, where are you meeting me for drinks? Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think we'd close a bar. Oh, if yeah. I was there, it went somewhere. I'd close a bar by myself. I don't fucking Pretty care. Pretty much, but that's yeah, why same, I'm saying. Yeah. And then uh, you know, I'd pay for it the next day. I would look at my wallet and my checking account and see like nothing. <laughs> good days, good times. Oh, so um, so besides um. um Jesus, I'm lost here. Got you all sorts confused. Yeah, I, yeah, it was a weird freaking day. I've had like two freaking extra large coffees and a bunch of sugar to get hyped up for this, and now I'm crashing hard. Oh, so, just drink, just yeah, drink more beer. I'm almost with my first one. <laughs> so, so my highlight, I'll give you this: John Moore, Brandon Kylo. Mm. Tell me that's not a fucking beautiful pairing. Love it. I love it. Um, I like it. I like more with Krug better. He's not here yet. I know. <laughs> but, um, but no, I do like the more that, that pairing. One of the reasons why I really like more is I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm a freak when it comes to hockey and I'll go back and watch like John Moore playing for the New Jersey Devils and I'll watch a lot of his video and and I, I think I said this to Brian um, when I, when I was covering for you, Paul, um, that Moore is the type of player that can, is very defensive sound, but he's yeah. also very defensive awareness. Is like is like top notch. So if, if if a player like Krug or if he was playing with a guy that was um, like Krug in New Jersey, he not only plays defensive uh, position, but he'd also be aware of what's going on around him. And if if a player like Krug made a, a mistake because he's outsized and outmanned, Moore is the type of player to be you know so smart and go over and make up for that mistake. Yeah. So that's why I I mean when Krug gets back, I'd like to see those two paired up again. But the other factor when you think about 
Moore and Krug is like Moore is actually a very, very good offensive defenseman. So you don't want to put two of those guys together all the time. And I'd hate to say this. Why but I say Miller Krug. Right. And that's not a bad idea either. Because now, now you diversify speed with everybody. McAvoy, with, just this year, McAvoy yeah. has the speed on Overchara. Um, and Krug, and Car- what about Carlo? You know. As far as what? He actually has some pretty good speed for a big guy. He yeah. does. And he's playing a lot better this year. I mean, well, I mean, coming off of his injury last season. But I, my reasoning for that, and I, I don't know if I said it to you, but I know I've said it to Paul. It, he has somebody who can well, we talked about fix it. his fuck ups essentially. Yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about it on when we did the podcast last week that never got out because I had out. some shit go down. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, he has somebody who, and it's, I just don't trust Miller to be that guy. But more can be there when Carlo makes that mistake to fix it, and then. When there's a whistle, say, hey, this is what you should look for or what you yeah. should be doing. Right. Which is why I love that pairing so much because it's going to help Carlo the way that Char is going to help McAvoy. Like Char helped Carlo, Carlo in his first year. That, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's not a bad idea at all. I'm just looking at the parents. It's nothing against Miller. Like Miller is nah, Miller's gonna... done very solid work since he's earned every contract oh, that they've given him, but I don't trust them to be able to develop a kid like Carlo. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have a reason for it. I, there's, I, I can't even explain what I see differently from the two players. If that makes sense. Oh, it makes sense. Well, I mean, you got, like you were saying when we did our ghost podcast, <laughs> um, you know, more has that more leadership ability with defensively being in position and stuff. Miller kind of just does his thing to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he's, he's not, not as he's vocal. not he's not as vocal, but he's not like but he'll go and back everybody up and fight whoever, you know what I mean? Or just be in someone's face. But he doesn't like I don't see him going to correct his partner more than, you know, Miller more would do. And on top of it too, like uh Brian was telling me last week was, you know, check out more and look into it more, you know, to see how he is. And like when I watched the last few games of the, you know, I've watched more more than anybody. And he was just, you know, just the way he skates and the way he is around the puck and in his position, it's made me go, Oh yeah, that's why we got him. Yeah, exactly. And on the cheap. Yeah. Cheap too. And and so many people fucking bitch about the five years. I think that, 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 Term no. for him is good. I yeah, would. Ra- I much rather have him at two point seven five for five years than a four for three. Yeah, but I think a lot of people look at that age at twenty seven and go five years. Ooh, like yeah, but still, what is, I mean, look at- into that contract, and I think that's a lot of people's view of it. But look at a lot of people at the end of their contracts when they're older, like. Fuck, look at Krejci now. I, at his age, like, he, he's not living up to his, I mean, lately he has been, but, like, he hasn't been consistently living up to that number. So, so would you, Brian, would you be happy with him and say he had a good year if he gets 60 points this year? With Krejci? Yeah. I, less than 60, I'm fucking pissed. 
because especially I've, who he's paired up with. Look, I, take Nordstrom has been great on that line. If you put Donato on that other side with the way that Donato can play and DeBrusque on that other side, anything less than sixty is a complete failure. Right. Even if it's like fucking fifty assists and ten goals. Like yeah, I'm not looking. I'm not necessarily looking for him to score goals, just points. Right. Be productive. Yeah, he's got two good, talented kids around him that like, can score. There's no reason why he shouldn't be higher than fifty or around fifty at least. To me, yeah. When a lot of people when they get on him, it's just like you you got to understand that having Debrasco on his line has made him a better player. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But like I told you when I talked to you last, yeah, it's not my money. Obviously, I mean I can pretend it is, but when I see any player, and it doesn't matter whether it's here or in other organizations. If you're getting a certain dollar, there's a certain level of expectation from you production-wise. Yeah, right. that's very and, valid. Absolutely. And this whole, oh, he needs this next to him in order to... No, fuck off. You're making that kind of money. It doesn't that. matter who's next to you. A lot of that's excuses, too. Out there, I expect 50 fucking points. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like... It, it, the number equates to what you should be producing because why the fuck are you getting paid that number to begin with? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But this 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 Bruins freaking management in in the past has n- never been overly smart at all. I mean, I mean, Shirelli being a Harvard graduate uh, or at least went to Harvard for a little while. You know, we let's <laughs> we don't know that he actually graduated. I mean, from... he, he gave Raska that that. That ridiculous contract after a show me a show me year, which pretty much almost got him a Vezina trophy. I I I'm a, I'm, I like Rask. I mean, I mean, I'd I'd love to fucking trade him because I'm so sick of hearing fucking bitching about it. I mean, there's there's nobody in the system that's gonna take over for him. There's nobody in the league that they're gonna trade for him because of his contract. So it's like one of these situations that you just gotta relax. There's three more years. That's it. And that's, it's over. But that's three long years of what are we yeah, gonna get? But what if he? What are you gonna say then when he decides to play really well and he wins us a cup? That's now, why I'm sitting on the fence. I'm not, a, I'm not gonna be a bandwagon and I'm not gonna be a freaking hater. No, it'll be <laughs> well, winning me a cup. cup what took you so far? Later than yeah, exactly. that. Yes, bye. It could be his last well, year. You want us a cup? Bye. I'm done. Like how? Yeah. <clears throat> so at the game. When I went to the Providence game, that guy, uh, Valar, is it? Vladar. Vladar, whatever. That's your boy. He played good. He was was making some nasty saves. I don't know how old he is because I haven't heard of him. how tall he is? Yeah, he's mad. He's huge. What is he, like 6'7"? He's huge. 6'4". He's a little 187, and he he gets down in that butterfly so low. Made a lot. Of nasty saves. Yeah, that his skates on each side are pretty much post to post, and he's still in a butterfly standing up. Yeah. So, so the so the baby bees were up two zero all the way to the third period. Yeah. And then they, well, and then they just fucking hit a wall, yeah, they lost and they it. just stopped playing defense for the kid. Yeah, and Laval I felt, came back and scored like three freaking goals in like five yeah. minutes. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I was like, come on, like, get the fuck out of the zone. They were just chasing and chasing. And it was like, all the guys, you know, that, you know, since doing the show with 
with Brian and, and listening to some of your stuff too and, and learning, you know, the younger kids a little better now this year. Yep. I'm like, yep. where the fuck is, why isn't this guy doing this? You know, let's play. Like you guys are expected to be on the main roster within a year or two. Like what the fuck? Like yeah. there's yeah. absolutely nothing. I think, uh, uh, there was only one guy who he scored like two goals. But I, I don't know. I forget his name. I'd have to look it up. I think it started with an M. But I never McNeil? heard. Yes, Mark McNeil. He's new. He's he's like a, he's an AHL contract. Um, he can't come up without signing at least a two way. So, but I mean, yeah. he's a good player, a good veteran down there. Yeah, he he did pretty good. And then obviously, you know, Serolic was down there too. So, you know, he played decent too. But like all the other guys, you know, I was just like, I didn't hear nothing. You didn't see nothing either. I mean, they played pretty decent the first two periods but then they disappeared they they pulled a fucking rick nash in the third out of out of all the i think it's 16 or 17 goals now i'm not good with the whole amesbury math thing but um uh i think that the providence bruins have scored the most of their goals and which i think is now 10 um in the third period and late in the third period yeah. So that means it, to me, and and the way that that stat is laid out for my intelligence is that they are not fully engaged in the game unless they are coming from behind and it's desperation mode, and then they have to kick it in a notch, which which ultimately this season has been too late. Yeah, it's not a good idea. You know, I'm watching every game. I haven't gone down there yet because I don't make Paul money. Um, that was a joke, Paul. <laughs> 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 I was waiting. I'm like, oh my god, did I get a fucking funny fail already? <laughs> no, no, yeah, um, it's yeah. not. The tickets were cheap, man. It was only twenty bucks a ticket. I know. And what row? Um, I was in uh section, shit, like one fourteen. Okay, like, so you were down. Yeah, it was, yeah, but don't it was forget, bad. it was he's, through AAA. He's yeah, got it was like through, a, uh, you know, the company there. He's got like a nine hour drive. From fucking where he is, though. That's why it costs more for him. Yeah. Oh, really? It took you that live, long to get to for you. I live five minutes away from the arena. <laughs> for you, you got like a you got to plan like two weeks ahead for that. Well, the, the game started at seven. I left my house at six thirty and got there in time. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> I oh that's yeah. I, I see. I have to. You guys know where I'm from, so I I got to get on the train get mm. down to Boston, and then from Boston I got to get over to. Uh, self station. Yep. Get on that. Trip. Exactly. Go right down to into Providence and then walk through the park and, and head right through the mall, right into the freaking um, the uh, the dunk. It's a nightmare for you well, to get well, down there. At least it's in... not so bad going down there because I go early. You want to know why I go early? To get wasted? No, because I get in there for, as the bars are fucking just opening up. I usually go on Sundays, so a three o'clock game. I'll get there at like eleven. And then I'll sit there and have a bunch of drinks, and then I'll go in. Mark for the win, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But at least you have a, a thing now, too. You have me and Brian. If you ever need a place to stay before you have to go the next day, you have two of us to go to. Nice. You know, we, all, we why bother going home so late? Apparently, you can stay at my house, just yeah. so you know. <laughs> just so you know. I, I'm just offering Brian's couch to you. Just, <laughs> nice. Brian, he can sleep on the floor. You know you're more than welcome, buddy. <laughs> And I got a, I got a big couch. You can sleep on mine too. That that might happen because I do definitely want to go to a game with you guys. Oh, I think well, that'd be a fucking blast. 
we got you to commit last season. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely in. I wanted to go to the home opener, but the things just didn't work out. I didn't get my bonus in time. That's what pissed me off. Because all of us going to the game together, it's we're all gonna be fucking drunk. So yeah, pretty we much. Uber, or Lyft, or something. Yeah. Yeah, we got Jen. We got Jen. Ooh, we got Jen. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Silver driver. Yes, we... <laughs> she got the soccer mom vehicle. I heard, and I'm like, oh boy. Yeah. See us, fucking idiots, fucking <laughs> like, rolling out of that thing. Like you're wearing the cleats on our hands and shit. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Oh, boys. I I I wish you. You guys don't work on Saturdays, do you? Yeah, yeah we both unfortunately. do. Okay, all right, good. Then I'm glad I didn't call you. <laughs> I, had an, I had another opportunity for tickets for a Saturday's game. Okay. We could take time off. I can take – I'm willing to take time off. Brian, it, was, it was four hours' notice. That's fine. Yeah, no, I, I can't do four hours' notice. I don't notice. give a fuck. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm already really liking Paul. I like his <laughs> attitude already. I'll go. And the problem is, is I drink too much. They're just like, yeah, no, fuck that. Like, <laughs> you drink too much, planning starts to fucking be annoying. You got to recoup that money somehow. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll go park my car and at my work, call out, and have them drive me to the fucking to the garden. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he, yeah this, he calls me all the time. He sends me messages all the time. He's like, hey, I got four free tickets if you need them or if you Jesus. know somebody that wants them. So. That's why I, I reached out last time on the preseason ones. Yeah, for the Washington game. Yeah. yeah. And, tell me it'll be fucking recorded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like, he couldn't go well, anyway. So once, I was like, oh, once I said no, like he was yeah. like, all right, I'm moving on. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Go. It's no big deal. But anytime, I'll definitely, I would love to go. I got to I gotta take my steps under one, too. He hasn't. He wants to go to, to the Boston game. I was like, ugh. So... It's just a nightmare getting into the city. That's, yeah. from, that's why I like going to Providence so much better. Yeah. Well, you both cool. got to do me a favor though. What's that? If you do, guys, if you if you guys go to Providence or Boston, do me a favor and go to Seat Giant and check out their freaking um, their ticket prices and uh, put in uh, discount code BNGP and it might save you a little money. Oh, yeah. That's that's a shameless plug right there. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's a big See how thing. I freaking did that right in there? That was plug. smooth. Yeah, I was like, I felt like a pro. And I said, it's it's nothing nothing against free customs though. I mean, that's just that's just that rolls off your tongue, uh, brother. <laughs> I love that one though. That's too. on a whole other level. Um, <laughs> what do you think of Bacchus on that that? That center position now. He's on Bacchus right now. Vin. I am, dude. He's I'm stuck. So on Bacchus. I'm so on Bacchus. Yeah, listen, Just, Brian. I, this, I mean, him coming into camp skinny was weird for me to see. I mean, I know he's a very fit guy. You have to be in to play in this league, but he came in, and I'm not saying that you know he lost it because he lost half of his you know you know colon, but <laughs> he he came in, I believe prepared for any situation and that might have been weight wise too that hey if he has to get faster in this system in boston and and to stay here he's got to he's got to you know work towards that and i've noticed that he's he is a lot faster than he is last season that's just my opinion ass now huh yeah because he's not a fat ass now (laughs) My thing with Bacchus, though, which Brian's not going to like hearing me say, unfortunately, no matter what 
and how much Brian hates him and doesn't want him here, I think we're going to be stuck with Bacchus. No, for uh, no, we, we are. We are stuck with him, and that's... To be honest. But again, I don't mind being stuck with him, as but not for six fucking line. million dollars. Well, obviously, they're going to have to decrease the contract that ain't, that ain't happening. I think you, so. You can't restructure these. That's the fucking downside. Well, once his time comes up, if he wants to stay, they're obviously going to be like, you need less money, and you're playing for a line. Oh, I wouldn't even entertain that. Problem. Nope. I, I'm nope. not saying that we should. I'm just right, saying right. Bacchus is not one of those players who's been a bounce-around guy. I mean, look, he was in St. Louis forever. Now he's here. So where else do you think he's going to go? Fucking home. He's not good enough home to go to other teams where they're like, yeah, we'll detain him. Like Ginla was where everybody had that. Ginla was so good Fuck in that guy Calgary, too. So let's bounce him around the league a little bit. I'm on the fuck everybody train today. Fucking, uh, yeah, you are. Um, had, what, what are you on? Fourth drink now? Yeah. This motherfucker is already yeah. negative. Yeah, no, well, negative I woke up this way like, yeah, who can I bash today on my <laughs> shit? Like, I was ready for that. <laughs> yeah, dude, we've been... I, I, so my girl was like, oh, I forgot you were going. I was like, bitch, I've been talking about it all day. What do you mean you forgot I was going? <laughs> I was like, I've been excited about this all day. Nice. <laughs> I was like, I saved money to go get beer just to get it. For the record, everybody listening, yeah, I, my, my vagina hurt that day, and I had the sniffles. Uh, I kind I, of ruined Paul's freaking, you know, he's like. I was pissed. Know, I, was I, like, I could see you, like, you know, like being like <laughs> McLovin at the, uh. At the liquor store, being like, giddy, giddy, yeah, oh. yeah, I'm ready for your podcasting. And all of a sudden, you'd be like, wow, wow, wow. Because I had a runny nose. <laughs> it's not Brian good for like, audio. Brian was like, oh, he's sick. I was like, that motherfucker, tell him to a tampon up his nose. We'll absorb the snots, and he'll be good. Dude, he was, he was salty. I was salty. I was oh. like, I'm even the first time to talk with Mark and whatever. I see how it is. <laughs> it just must be me. You just hey, want to listen, I'll buy the first round in a shot. Hey, that's what personally. How's that? All right, cool. We can, we can, I can read Alcohol that. Alcohol smooths everything over. Alcohol <laughs> went everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, We're going to be the guys at the fucking game that gets fucking kicked out. <laughs> that's yeah. going to be because of me. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm bringing the American Express for fucking bail money reasons. <laughs> not that extreme anymore. Yeah, I'm not either. I just I like I got, to go and have fun, and I got what it is. Kids. I can't fucking I can't leave. Can't go away to jail for a break. Yeah, yeah as kids feel an entire hockey league. <laughs> <laughs> One man down, the whole team fucking fails. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so hey, looking looking forward to the rest of the season. If 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 they're playing like this, which is going to be fantastic, right? And I wish it, I wish they do. But if if there's any turbulence, do you hover over the panic button? Because many believe that this. I and I don't get this. Like I said, I'm not a rah rah guy. I fucking hate that. I just I play game by game, but. There's so many folks out there, and I respect their opinions. I do, but I just disagree with them all the time. It's like, this team's going to win the cup. We're doing it this year. But it just seems like every time these people say that, they get they're, you know, too, <laughs> they get crushed. Too early to call it's that. It's way too early. But would, if, if, this, if the opportunity comes up and like you're hovering around the freaking trade deadline, 
and you think you're either going to be a fringe playoff team or you're that good that you want to make it, do you make the move or do you believe in the system? I think you – we still need to make a move no matter what. I don't I don't care what anybody says. More or less, I'm asking you, is, is, it, is it a win now for if you're a GM? Well, if, yeah, I mean – what, why wouldn't it be? Why, yeah, I mean, like, I don't see the point of... you got to strike the iron while it's hot, too, because, you know, you got a lot of these players that are young enough to be tradable enough right now. How do you know what they're going to be next year? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that with Einan, especially. Like, he's still in the realm of he's tradable. Like, if he has a shitty-ass year this year, which looks like he's going to, um, why not trade him at the deadline or before the deadline, while you can, because he's still got that potential of maybe he's just in a funk and not actually sucking. You know what I mean? Yep. No, he sucks. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't think... My expectations with this team this year, and I'll call it now, and it's recorded, is one round past what they did last year. I you think conference final? I, I don't think that they're going to win the cup this year. But it is hockey. You don't know what's going to happen in the exactly. playoffs. Anything can happen. That's why it's the best sport in the world. You don't know who's going to win. You can have the stacked-ass team be in the playoffs and never freaking win it. Nashville. You know, yeah. You know, like look what freaking L.A. did, you know, being the eighth seed and just freaking tearing people apart and winning the cup. Like you don't know in hockey. Yeah, I mean, I, I go back to like to the 80s and when – when all the uh, Edmonton Oilers were leaving the team, and then like the New York Rangers picked up all these guys, and they, you know, well they stacked their team too, but they didn't yeah. do shit all year most, well most of the time because they just didn't have time for to create any chemistry with each other. The All Stars. Yeah, exactly. You can't win on All Stars because you're, you're you're judging everything on an individual's talent, not a not a team. But did you just throw a Herb Brooks out there? I did. I did. <laughs> I, I should so. stand. I should stand up. Just, you know, <laughs> red, white, and blue kind of moment there, Paul. Take a bow, please. <laughs> Dude, but you got to think though. Like, there's a limit to when you to what move you make. Yeah. Because you're That'd not be you're not gonna want to sacrifice complete future for something this year. Just for picks. Yeah, I mean, for me, I just hate to be Don Sweeney going. We, we do have two areas that need to be addressed. Obviously, we need somebody on the right side. Absolutely. And then, obviously, for me personally, we need another defenseman. Yep. Uh, and you have to. It's not one of the guys that you that you're gonna have to like mold or or develop. This is an already NHL ready insert right fucking now kind of guy. And I think that those are the two players that are missing off of this team right now that can make a serious run. What about you know? What about goalie though? <laughs> I think our defense is pretty solid through and through for a while. We, you're not getting anybody for that, dude. He's it's not happening. That's the worst thing about it is you can't make any moves. I think we. I mean, dude, if you're willing to part ways with somebody like a Donato, Solaric, Sanation type of deal. That's a lot. With what I'm not saying all of them. I'm just saying with one of those. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm not saying all of them, but if you're willing to pot with somebody like that, knowing what they could potentially be, yep. 
the the return has to be equally as good. Exactly. Like you can't. I hate. I'll use Something this Aaron. as the example. No, I'm not trading for him because he's so <laughs> out there. Like, no, I'm gonna bust this guy's walls with that. But <laughs> no, you don't go make the Rick Nash trade all over again. Oh no, no. Boom. No. Like that. I was on board with it at first because it was like, all right, buy Spooner. I know what you've been. And I know what you could be, and you neither neither of them are close to each other. Okay, Rick Nash. He's a guy who can score. But you knew what you were getting into. But you don't go get a guy like that. You go get somebody who you can either guarantee you're gonna lock up for a little bit, and has a little bit of age wiggle room. Yep. Like Wayne Simmons. Like Wayne fucking exactly yes. What I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> you go get Wayne Simmons. Yes. That's a guy who you gotta resign. But yes. Brian just woke up the neighborhood. Oh uh, yeah. I'm on the Wayne Simmons side, dude. Yes. If if the Bruins ever do that, by the way, oh, I'm just in my motherfucker's gonna run outside in his underwear. Oh, uh, I'm telling you. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm going to get Wayman Simmons underwear. Fucking so splashing uh, cognac and cream soda everywhere. Oh, <laughs> it's, it is game over. Both hands too. He will waste a whole bottle of dumping it out on top of his head. Oh, I, that's just expensive. That party will not stop. <laughs> oh, I can promise you that, dude. The whole, the whole like next show we have after we signed him would be just about Wayne Simmons. <laughs> oh, it would be. Oh, no, it would be. Paul like, well, what about that game? Fuck that game. Fuck you that know, game. we got we Wayne, got Wayne Simmons. Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> Which I wouldn't mind having either. I actually like him. It's it's the style of play that gravitates. that Brian would be so, like, odd about him, too, because... Are you saying it's because he's black? No. Whoa. <laughs> oh, shit. Listen, I'm not oh, that... Shit. Let's not go there. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love Wayne Simmons because I, Wayne Simmons plays it's, it's his, our type of hockey, too. He's the only one like that the makes sense on yeah, who would he's, fit. He's a right winger. Yeah. So yeah. we're on the right side. So Actually, I think he would play on both What's, situations. Panarin yeah. is too much of a toss-up mentally at this point to me. He looks like he's a fragile-minded individual. Yeah. Well, he was in Chicago. What do you expect? <laughs> and they did stop. Thomas, so. Yeah, but that, that Mike's right. He was a cap casualty because well, they yeah, he dumped. was a cap casualty. But look what they did. Half of their damn salary is tied up in two people, but who don't produce anymore. No, a lot of it, man. I, I'm all about making a move. I've been on that on that fucking ship since last season. It just depends on what you're gonna give up and what you're gonna get back. But also, mm-hmm. don't don't forget about that free agent class either, because this is, it's supposed to be better this summer. Than it than it was with uh, with JT leading the whole thing uh, last summer. Yeah, no, it's going to be a good one. And I think yeah. taking a run at him was stupid to begin with. If you had the right to sit at the table, you you should have, you know sat no, there you, and got, no, the, got the, 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 to learn. No, absolutely. If you can sit at the table, you sit at the fucking table. There's yeah. no no. I'm not questioning that, but I. I like they had to have known that that wasn't gonna happen, right? Like they yeah, should have. I mean, the the hometown crowd and the hometown feeling was always gonna be the the ace in the hole for that 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 organization. But you know, you gotta go out there and entertain, man. It's like you you know if you're going out to look for a new job, and you see that money here that money there that money there but you're also sitting down figuring well how much does it cost for me to get there and get back and so on and what does it do for my family those things all get played into that situation and yeah 
it, it's unfortunate. I mean, I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, we lost out on him." I was like, "You never had him. We never you, had him." You, but, ne- what, but what the what this organization did though was it got the experience that it needed to talk to a player like that, and I think that like I I think I might have said this on the on your guys show. Um, which is a fantastic program. It's a variety of Pine Radio, by the way. And please go subscribe at Apple iTunes and wherever the fuck those guys are because they're fucking awesome. But, Every- you know, I think <laughs> that's why, like, Warrior Ice Arena was really incorporated because we don't want to go train in a shithole. We want people to come and see this organization as a class act, top-notch organization. And, and we don't care what you want. If you want $10 million, we still want to sit down and fucking talk to you. And I think it was good for Sweeney to get that. Absolutely. A guy that's freaking been, been notorious for, for, you know, developing young players and being in that development role. And obviously, in my opinion, which is, I'm probably going to get hammered for, I think he drafts very well. I think that him <laughs> signing players and making trades still needs a little bit of work, but you still need experience in these certain situations. I'm not going to hammer you for it, but I will say I'm still – Eh, on how his drafting ability has. He's been drafting good. What are you talking about? Okay, name more than Donato, who was a pretty fucking easy choice. Dan Heinen? Oh, that was a great fucking choice. What about the other guys? Who? Fredericks and freaking Jay. You know, what? Where are any of them right now? See, but that's where they're supposed Damn, to be see, right see, now. See, Paul, Paul, he's playing the 2015 card. If you haven't been in the NHL yet, you suck. <laughs> You're a boss. Exactly. He Dude, does, yeah. that, that's big to me. Okay. I, I know can, it is. That's why I, freaking, that's why I poked at it there. <laughs> there is development, and, I, and I'm all right with people, but you were drafted in 2015. You still ain't in the NHL. We got a problem. Exactly. We got a you fuck- know what? Do you guys watch Trailer Park Boys? Yes. All right. So yeah, every time fucking Brian talks that. about every time Brian talks about a certain uh, prospect that hasn't been in the NHL after three years from leaving the podium, I'm gonna be bubbles going right in your fucking <laughs> navel. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's but uh, I'm I'm big on that shit. I'm I got big. you. I got you. It, it, you're the new shiny toy guy. You're like I want to see him. As soon as no. he's fucking off that podium, you, he walks right into a freaking Bruins uniform and onto the ice, right? No, no, no not that aggressive. Okay. Like, I'm, right. hey, I'm not that big. A couple of games. Look, dude, I'm all about the shiny new toy. <laughs> I'm all about the shiny new toy, but a lot of it is what's the hype behind you? Right. If Why did the scouting I, staff see something in you? So, like, as, exactly. for example, as, like, as... You know, Donato got a sex ed class. He had to be fucking Bergeron level as soon as he came in the playoffs last year. But we all know that he. Yes, no, I I expected with all the hype around that kid and most of it. And me and Mark talked about this, especially most of it being around the Olympics because he played against a JV high school team. (laughs) I expected you to come in and be that fucking guy. Yeah, it's what I expect. Yeah. If people just shut the fuck up. And we're like, no, we'll see you in a few years. I'll never open my mouth about him. Yeah. But if you are like, oh, I heard this guy plays a lot like this and he's going to be special. Is he really special in the AHL? That's fucking great. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I got you. You could thank fucking Matt Grizzly for hyping that fucking whole Bergeron thing. Goddamn right. (laughs) (laughs) But but he's, he's a perfect example. How much did you really hear about Grizz? Like, how much hype was behind him? Uh, 
and he just came in and showed his dick to everybody. Yeah. These people know, and and Mark, I'm I'm gonna do it to you. Oh no! The squirrels of the world <laughs> have hype behind them, and they can't world, crack dude. the fucking roster to save their life. They got bumped by Eurovac a fucking nine in. Yeah, but he's who's. Who wasn't the system last year or the year before Zaboro was? He's gonna be nice though. He will yeah. be nice. And oh, yeah. and I knew that I I knew what I was doing when I fucking started to go down this road because yeah, I know where Mark stands on it. And I and I in conversation I, I understand. And you gotta be with that with Mark because he's been watching these guys for a long time. But fucking hype goes a long way. Well, I it ex- does. absolutely that way. No. I absolutely respect that from anybody that I talk to because they just want they want to see everything happen a lot sooner than it's actually supposed to happen. I mean, the league the league has changed so much offensively. Everything's getting faster, stronger, and whatever. That whole scenario that they throw out there all the time. But I believe now that leagues are, I mean, teams in this league are really sitting back going, we don't have to turn these players around because he's basically, a lot of teams are doing, what they did back in the day was to sprinkle their talent around like Cam Neely said they, they would. Now it's a you know cap management freaking era that you you can play these guys and play their freaking cards very well by holding them back and not showing anybody. So unless Austin Zarnick. Yeah, I mean, but Austin, I mean, to to me, I'm for Austin and his professional career because that's his bar. That's the bar that he wants to sit at. And, you know, that, that was from Moneyball, if anybody didn't understand that one. That was good. Uh, yeah, but I'm no freaking um, whatever that dude's name is. Huh? Billy Bean. No, no, but who was the actor that played him? Oh, Bean. Brad Pitt. Yeah, exactly. See, Billy see where I was Bean. going with that? The beers are talking now. Um, <laughs> you know, but, it, it, I mean, it, I just I want to see these teams and this Bruins team develop properly and be ready, but... I'm starting to get to that age now, I guess, that I'm just like, you know, hey, we got to make a move here or there, but I don't know. Dude, I've seen one cup in my lifetime, and I've seen a whole bunch of players come through here and leave here, and I'm ready for some players to fucking stick and some cups to be won. Fact. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm- I hate to say it. I mean, that's probably – the, 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 the player sticking around, The you know, going to be a tough one. No, it is, and especially where we have the depth in a lot of areas that we do. A lot of who it is. A lot of these guys are going to end up fucking elsewhere, and and I fully expect it. But guys, yeah, I I just want to see a few of them, man. Yeah, like the the tenure that Mosh and Bergeron have had. Fuck, even slow ass David Krejci. Like, I I just want to see that next wave start that process. Yep, not be fully ingrained, but. Right. Stop the process. I absolutely agree, Brian. But you, you also the players that you just mentioned all had a couple of years in the AHL, and Which, they learned the system that way, and they walked. You know. Zaboro's been and and this is a comment. How long has Zaboro been in, in the AHL, Brian? He was drafted in 2015. Okay, how long has he been in the AHL? Uh, last year was his second year, wasn't it? <laughs> last year's first. Only one season. Fuck. Um, well, that just defeats my argument, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you're not, you're, not, 
Isn't the guest always right, Ma? Yeah, right. No, this isn't fucking quickie, Ma, man. No. You don't get freaking... Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I, I play that game when I'm on your show. I'm just like, okay, where do I go with this? Uh, is this safe to say? I'm thinking in my head before I talk. I'm like, oh, Brian. No, I just, he's a little rough, but... If I say that, how's it going to play out? With hanging people around, just because I think what really changed that opinion was watching Austin Zanuck leave for nothing. Right, but you got him for nothing. He was a free agent signing out of Miami, Ohio. Right, and he's a professional hockey player who has I know where you're going with it. (laughs) You got him him for nothing in, in all reality, but... I feel like you let the kid waste away. Yeah. And now he's getting the chance and I'm I'm fucking super happy for him, but you knew you weren't gonna be re signing him. You moved the kid. I think that was on him too. I think he was he did um a Matt Benning, um, who was a former prospect of the Bruins that saw McAvoy and he saw Lauzon and he saw you know, Zaboral in front of him. He's like, I can't compete with that for NHL time and he and he, you know, he left. I think Zarnik was the same thing. He's like, if I'm going to, my goal is in my bar is the NHL. I don't think I'm going to get that here. And he was, but the thing is, is a lot of people don't understand that when Zarnik left, he left as a restricted free agent, not a UFA. Yeah. So they they technically still had time to talk out a contract. Are you sure about the restricted part? I'm pretty damn sure that he signed a one year extension on top of his uh, his entry level to stick around. I could be wrong. I'm I could have cat friendly well, right now. I, I and maybe I read something the wrong way, but I could have swore he was an unrestricted. Because hmm. I thought something was different for him because he wasn't drafted. I'll have to look into that. But if I'm wrong, it's uh, at Black and Gold two seven seven. Oh, you're wrong. No, it's fine. <gasps> we'll just we'll just call you out right now. Okay. <laughs> you know I'm gonna do my fucking research on this. Oh no, I know, and I know you'll tweet me about it later. No, and I, I'm just. You know what? I have the benefit of the doubt because I know you're gonna be fucking passed out by then. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. I st- I started late today. I know just... you said you were gonna be there at four thirty, so we can I can you can really you know dig yeah, into it and. Me too. Yeah, I was like, oh, man, I'm going on with Brian today. He started at noon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, when I know I'm doing this with you, like the, the last one that I did with you, I didn't pregame that early. No? I can't. No, dude, I got to make sure I'm still somewhat coherent. Oh, this would be a fucked up show if that's the case. Because <laughs> I'm fucking buzzed right now. Because here's the nice. thing. Nice. Nice. Welcome, Paul. <laughs> After this, we're recording our show. Yeah. Because oh, it's no already- way. Oh, yeah. I got to work tomorrow, too. So. Oh, so yeah. you're already there. Yeah. Oh, He's already, actually, well. like, so I'm the primer? Yeah, yeah basically. Primer, oh, yeah. fuck. Up for the, <laughs> so, the so I essentially get to go just yell at Paul for the next hour after this. Oh, my God. I can't wait to listen to this tomorrow. <laughs> I got to go fucking drain myself right now. I'm fucking dying and about to get up. <laughs> <laughs> this is the fastest I've drank in fucking forever. No, and one of my other points... What happened? You got Eurovac and I and do taking more, more hype and just coming over than you do Zaboral or Lozon 
since they've been in the organization in some capacity. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I also understand what you're talking about when it comes to the depth, too, and and how Euro, and from what I've seen on a personal level, um, I'm not a scout or anything like that. Everybody knows that. But when I see these guys, you know, with my own eyes at development camp and, and rookie camp and training camp, is that they Euro is automatically way above these guys. And I mean, he's like teetering on the fence of being an NHL player. Uh Zaboro and Lauzon, I just I still think they need a little little seasoning. I feel like one of those two won't make it. Could be moved. Yeah, I mean, you throw them in a package deal. I mean, it, it, it's the way you address your team in January in my opinion and where everything's going to fit. Where where you're going to pick in a draft that could be a lot better than any of the ones in the past couple of years and that's just my personal opinion from what i see in the on the rankings and so on so i mean this could be another really good draft for the bruins a deep draft maybe uh so they don't want to get rid of their first round fucking pick either no no you do not want to do that because i just love that that piss sweeney off that he didn't have it right like and that I think that's what I, I think he was trying to get it back too by trying to float people like Spore, Lawson, Senechin, say, "Hey, what what will you do to to give that back?" And 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 on the other side of the coin, Brian, from your angle, I could see another GM going, "Well, those guys haven't been in the league since 2015, and I mean, those guys haven't been in the NHL since they were drafted in 2015. Yep. So why is it such an a, a tempting offer for me to take? You see, I do get the angles that everybody takes on these certain situations." That's why it's so good to have like conversations like this because it's not always the one-on-one we're staring at each other in the eye. We can't figure out anything else, but you can bring the other things to the table and just say, listen, this probably worked because of that, and it probably didn't work because he didn't really find the value in a certain player. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, we're all both fair. I like you guys. Yeah. I, I try. I'm just negative. That's <laughs> Well, I see. Yeah, I am too. I mean, yeah. I... <laughs> When I'm talking on online like this and, and recording and doing a podcast, I just it's me. But you know, you you don't want to work with me, honestly. I'm a forty hour a week. I got 148 podcasts to listen to. If you fucking come in my room and you interrupt me, especially especially during the ride the pine radio, like don't fucking do that. That's way. I don't. Where do you find the time? I I work forty hours, man. So most of the podcasts I listen to are about an hour, forty five minutes. It depends. But you know, if if I don't if I don't um, catch up on one, I save it for the next week. I always listen, no matter what. I always listen. If 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 it's a whether it's a, a full hour like I do with your program, or ten minutes because I can't stand the way somebody talks, I still listen at least a little bit to give them credit for that download. Fair enough. That's always that's right. that's respectable. Well, I mean, it's it, it's what everybody does, though. It's like the, it's their freaking time that they are given to me, and you know, I can't. I mean, I listen to, I listen to music and I listen to heavy metal. I'm a fucking whack job when it, and, I, and I'm a goaltender, so it kind of all fits into freaking just being a, a total nutcase. But I listen to some pretty fucking heavy metal too. I mean, sometimes I want to fucking run out my fucking window, you know. I right, you got to give me a band name. Who is Back. it? Who's mine? Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. Uh, I like Mushroom Head. I like right. Slipknot. I like, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I like a lot of different music, too. I we'll like, have to. We'll, 
trade some bands back. Nice. Nice. You get into the whole... See, I Where thought we... you were a kind of like country country guy. Oh, 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 oh shit. Yo, apparently Mark has you to meet you first. You don't like wow. me at all, dude. <laughs> wow. No, right. but, no, but, any, no, but anytime, anytime I bring, bring something back, I think of your time down in the Southwest. That's what it is. Dude, like, it, what? Like, if you said you love Jay-Z, I'm like, that's Long Island. Dude, I... <laughs> Dude, Was that is, a funny fail? Like this is the second you time that you've made a Long Island joke. Hey. Okay, now we're cracking on me for the Phoenix. Okay, I, you really don't like me, Mike. No, you, I don't. Honest. I, I wouldn't get worked up if I could talk to you guys, man. Seriously. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a metalhead at heart. I, love, nice. I, I do love everything, but generally I stay pretty metal. And I'm in... I was born and raised on death metal, so cool. Me and Tuca like a lot of the same bands. Yeah, nice. I'm, I'm a big time '80s hair band fan. Oh, see, I'm not. Uh, I'm not the hair dude. What? Butt rock. Butt that, rock. That's what no, you like. Butt rock. Come on. Yeah. What? See, hair metal. Butt rock. I'd rather say- listen to like King Diamond than I would Aerosmith. No, not like that. Like <laughs> you never heard it. Come <laughs> on, let's see, Mark. Let's see how good you are with your metal bands. Okay. Queen's right. Queen is Queen's no, right. No, that's not, not heavy metal. No, it's not heavy not metal, metal. Heavy metal, it's but it's metal. Get the right. Aquanet out and listen. All right, I'll throw this out to you. You've probably never even heard of them. Vital remains. I have not. I will. I will admit that. Exactly. That's death metal. It's my dad's band. They started in the eighties. Nice. Three years old, sitting in front of fucking amps with earplugs, jamming out at fucking ten o'clock at night. Maybe so. that's why you got problems. Yeah, that's why I say what all the time. Yeah, that explains everything. <laughs> That explains fucking everything. I played in a but, few metal bands myself as a drummer. Nice. Yeah. My dad's a lead guitarist. See, that explains. That's why we get along, Mac. But my all-time... Oh, you play drums, Toopy? I do. Wow. Nice. Do you have a drum set? Not not currently, no. Oh, my God. Right. Don't say you have one, because I'm moving in it's, if you do. The, 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 last one was, the last one was in Long Island. Oh, boy. So That's why you never heard of the band. Was it... Billy Joel. What? <laughs> wow. No, that's New Jersey. That's Hackensack. No, but dude, they, the people on Long Island go nuts for Billy Joel. Yeah, I know. It's, it's uh, a whole New York thing. Did the, the New Jersey? New Jersey is basically like a suburb of New York. That's, that's how they look at it until you get like right at the border when it smells, and then they're like, "No, nah, that's not us." <laughs> that's like Seabrook, New Hampshire, from up up here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> And once that smell kicks in, they're like, no, nah, that's not us. Once you get away from it, they're like, oh, yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How Iron Maiden, Mike, uh, Mark? Iron Maiden good enough for you? Yes. All right, yeah, there you that's, go. That, I mean, that goes back to when I was three or four years old and I was able to listen to and understand what music was pretty much about. Now, I was born in 75. I'm an old man. I'm not sure how I'm. How old Just- are you, Brian? I'm 33, bro. All right, yeah, you're fucking young and and 33 on the 23rd. Jesus. <laughs> so I got nine years. Yeah. I mean, I, I I listened to King Diamond back in the day. I listened to Megadeth. Um, the Metallica was always good until the freaking um, uh, Justice. After Justice, that fucking band sucked. Um, Jesus, I listened to Slipknot, um, Hatebreed, one of my favorites. Yeah. Local guys. Um, uh, 
I, I kind of go everywhere. I mean, I can listen to Alice in Chains. I was that's one of my go tos on the drums. Um, yeah, about it. No, you got a decent taste. I can accept that. I, I just don't like rap. This guy was a rap guy. Fuck you. <laughs> that was a pretty good one though. Well, why, how are they not that that bad though? They're not. They're not bad. They're good. Oh, that's not metal. Jeff Tate. I mean, is what's, a good singer. Jeff what's Tate. The, Clearly, our definition of good is far different. Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I only grew up with what my dad. All right, fighting rat, fucking docking. Keep spewing out butt rock. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the time I wish I was right next to you guys in studio. I, I think I'd honestly be losing my shit if I can just watching you guys go back at each other. The episode we recorded um, last week. We pretty much were challenging each other as a fight. Oh my and, god, and, really? And that's why I was pissed that it didn't go up because y'all would have loved that shit. <laughs> yeah, because I, t- I told good. him I'd choke him out in the fucking yeah, parking lot of my apartment. Because we were hot off, hot fresh off the fucking Conor McGregor and Habib fight, and we were oh, talking. Yeah. I'm a McGregor fan, and he's a Habib fan. And no, I'm just a skill fan. He's just a fucking douchebag. <laughs> I'm just a fan of skill. He just likes every Russian except for Ovechkin. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> I, I still wish he never won a cup. Oh. Still wish he never won one. Partying, though, uh, it'd be a little different. I would love to party with the guy. I just don't want to. I never wanted him to lift a cup over Man, his that, head. That guy must have been hungover most of his fucking summer. How do you enjoy something like that? He's probably still hungover. What are you talking <laughs> about? Well, the way he's playing, I don't know. I wish he was after game one. Yeah, for real. Which that whole team well, you know, was. It was. That was just a situation. The Bruins just, for whatever reason or another, they just weren't ready. No, absolutely. Whatever reason that I can't validate in my head, they just weren't ready. It was the extra pre. It was a preseason game. What are you talking about? I think a lot of it, and I don't want to blame the China trip, <clears throat> but I think that had a lot to do with it because it was split squad. Even Marshan said that today. Yeah, uh, he's like, you know. Is, that trip really took out a lot in us, and it seems like we're just getting back to like feeling better and on a routine. And I mean, I've never flown, I've never flown. Period. Actually, I mean, I flew in a little Cessna and so on, but I don't really know the whole jet lag thing and so on. Especially when you travel nineteen hours or something like that. So it's real going to just Phoenix. Yeah, I can, it yeah. is real. It's three hour difference or two hours depending upon the time of year. But it is a real fucking thing. And then having to practice and skate and shit, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, I, I blame a lot of it on the more of the split squad than the actual travel itself. Yeah. If they sent the whole... There wasn't a lot of guys with each other. If they sent the whole team over to do it, I think it would have been different. Because I don't remember who it was. It might have been Jack Edwards tweeted out, like, for those of you fucking bitching about the China trip, like... LA did it, and then they went went one eight and zero with something when they did it, and I was like, yeah, well, they had fucking like a nine hour less flight than we did, (laughs) like, yeah, like that that factors in it. And who else was it? The Calgary was out there, and they started out all right, but I don't know. I blame a lot on the split squad more than the travel itself. Yeah, you don't get a chance to practice with your guys. Like you only get a few. Like I don't know. I'm just happy that they bent over and took it on the first game. I'm not happy about that. What I'm happy about is that they got up and they wiped themselves off and said, listen, let's get to work. Uh, did, 
Did you hear what I told? I, I think I even just told you. I wanted them to start Tuca the very next night, and you yeah, know me. No, I you, hate Tuca. We talked about that in the Ghost podcast we did. I hate Tuca, but I wanted him <laughs> to play in the very next game. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that said, you know, even in the, even the people in the locker room were like, if this if it was up to you, and of course he's going to be like, I just do what Bruce says. You know, if he wants me in, he wants me in. If he doesn't, he tells me to be ready for whenever I, I start next time. But... You know, he's just like if I if I had to go, I had to go. But obviously, I wasn't good, and he put a lot of the blame on himself in that game, and and justly so. I mean, so. everybody freaking sucked in that game. I I I, I will back it's to go. Soft goals though. But exactly, you know, he does he does <laughs> do it. I'm not blind. I'm not blind to anything <laughs> that he does and and his criticisms. I get it, but I, I also saw- know his talent. He's very good. Very, very good. He's easily top ten in the league. Just fucks up too much. But it's when it matters most that he's almost non-existent, and that's what, for the course of his career, that's what's every year, year in. I mean, the years that we didn't make the playoffs is obviously very different. But when you're making the playoffs, and I see you as part of that problem, yeah, I just lose more and more and more faith in what your actual ability is. Now, Brian, trust me. Listen to this, and I'm not fucking lying at all. If freaking Vladar was absolutely lighting it up down in the AHL, he did not let in one goal, and he has a fucking save percentage of a thousand. I would be like, this kid needs to get up here. Even though it's so unrealistic to bring up a freaking twenty year old kid because they don't fully mature and get the whole game until they're in their like mid to early thirties, I would be like, you know what? It's time. We need to get rid of this guy and get this fucking guy in here. Get him in a game-by-game basis. Get him 60 freaking starts, blah, 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 and see where he goes from there. But there's nobody behind him. I mean, Red. now, now, Yaroslav Halak, which is, is has always been either the starter in the island. You should know that, Brian. Um, <laughs> uh, another fucking Long Island joke. Come on. All right, all right, all right. I'm, I'm just going to clear. He Damn. gives you so much I'm, shit, Paul. I got to freaking be the guy. <laughs> I'm I'm for it, bro. Go I know, on. I know, I know. This is a hashtag football thing. I I love it and everything like that. But before nowadays, <laughs> I'm just happy that you enjoy it and you guys have a blast. Because on my end, when I'm listening to it, sometimes people come in here and ask me if I'm okay because I just fucking busted out laughing. I almost <laughs> passed the fuck out. Well, hey, I'm happy for that too because I was a little shy the whole time. You know, doing the first few, what, maybe... Like about a month. About a month of doing about this a show month. with him. Yeah, and, good. Uh, <clears throat> I'm actually feeling a lot more comfortable with actually talking like this. and There you go. That's all it's all about, man. Threw me out under the bus a little earlier in the show, too. Of, uh, hey, you're going to talk or what? <laughs> so, hey, you know, <laughs> uh, br- I'm almost done with my second now. So I'm, I'm fucking... I'm there ready. Yo, just wait till our episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> fucking mayhem. Because I'm... Because I haven't, I've eaten one bowl of chili all day, so I'm fucking, I'm feeling Jeez. pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'll get home safely, guys. Don't who who would chili. you say has been the best goalie so far, Mike? Um, exclude Washington altogether. So it comes down to four games. And they've split them evenly. Yeah, well, you got to give it to Halak if you look at the numbers. Yeah. You know. Halak? Man, he's been playing really well. I mean, look. I knew it was going to happen, though. Tuka played really well recently. Nice for us. 
Yeah. Like Halak played good against Edmonton. And I'm so on the bandwagon with Brian with the whole fucking splitting them evenly all year. Yep. I'm wicked on that. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's like the best the best person should play, and it, it, especially in a one A one B situation. I and where your seven million dollar goalie is known to choke and beat? No, not even that. Like they they always complain about how tight he is. Well, now you have a now you have a situation where he doesn't have to be exactly seven million dollars or not. Well, that's the guy you're obviously going to roll with in the playoffs. Yeah. But I'm fine with resting him as much as humanly possible. Exactly. He makes he could be making Carey Price money, and I'd still be fine with resting him. Nah, you make Carey Price no. money, buddy. You better play every fucking no. game. No, because Carey Price is fucking declining. Clearly, um, no, I I agree with giving him rest for the playoffs because obviously, if he has the rest, we'll see what happens this year if we make it. Because then it's you can't blame it on oh I played too many games I was tired. exactly yeah I, I I I'm still I'll say this every fucking show if I have to until they get awarded the award uh, but you know I'm I'm penciling in Tuca and and Halak to be at least top three maybe top five in the in the league for uh, uh, the Jennings Trophy. Split, oh, if they split that, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do do like what Manny Fernandez and Tim Thomas did back in the day, and, and Reggie and Andy Moog. Manny yeah. Fernandez, Jesus Christ! Wow, like pulling out the dinosaurs. What a time. fucking stiff that guy! Oh, when it comes to goaltending, man, I I pretty much got a lot of info stuck in the head. Big oh, it's, it's just malted hops and bong resin, basically in the fucking <laughs> noggin. <laughs> but still, I I spit out something good once in a while. No, that's that's why I, that's why I enjoy your show, dude. You actually you do the shit that I just don't. I refuse to do. I see. I like working though. I, I, I this is the podcast is just something that I can do without moving my hands. Because when I when I write, <laughs> all right, easy. <laughs> when I write and so on, and I'm doing editing, you know, it's 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 a lot of freaking work and so on. And I'm I'm so proud of the team that we have. It's it's an amazing group, but. When I get the, to do the podcast, it's just me freaking freewheeling and just going along with everything that I've learned and I've edited and these guys have gathered all the information. I'm reading it and I'm like, I'm learning off of doing the edits from their articles. So it's a, it's such a win-win. So I just like, I just go with what I got and, you know, I, I'm, I'm wrong most of the time and that's fine, but at least I'm here giving it an effort. Fair enough. Touche on that. <laughs> I'm I'm wrong ninety percent of the time, but yeah, but it's, it's you can do it, so it's fine. Yeah, I mean it's it's just fun. I mean, blame it on the booth. <laughs> you don't have to fucking put on a good show and and act like you're fucking perfect all the time. You know, just just relax and flow and you know be yourself. Right. Anyway, I'm out of beer. Oh, that's disappointing. Oh, I know. It's up to you. You guys want to keep going, or I can run downstairs and grab two more. That's your call, dude. This is your show. Really? Well, you guys, Paul, Paul, you gotta, you know, do do another show and then go home. So, totally up to you, brother. My girl don't go to work tonight. I don't give a fuck. I'll be right back. <laughs> Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that, and its players graduate at a ninety percent rate. Nick Bukestad. Backhand scores! Wow, what a goal! David Backus. Goal! 
and Zach Parisi were stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you are a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. Champions of the college hockey world! We are back. We just took a little break and uh, much needed. I needed some more beer and uh, evacuate some uh, materials. Um, so, got to remove some of that beer and bring some know, back. Right? It's a school night too. I got to be careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what do you think about the uh, the fourth line? I, I'm 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 kind of excited about it and. I was kind of excited about. I'm a big Corrali fan, and I know I'm probably gonna get hammered for that one. But I really like the idea of him on the third line. But once I got the sample size, I really do like him better on the fourth line. Yeah, he's not. He's not a third line guy. No, he's not. His no. skill set is. Fourth. It's it's above the fourth line, but not good enough to be the third line. But still belongs in the fourth. Yes, I yeah. love Corrali also, but fourth line to me also. And I'm a big fan of Bachari on the right side and not the center. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't carry the way on that one. Okay. I'm I'm as long as Achari's on that lineup, I'm fine. I think he brings a lot more to the table yeah. than a lot of people will give him credit for. As long as they don't sit him ever. Like, like, like the game against Detroit. Like who was it? Um Dylan Larkin was fucking going at him, and he yeah. dropped his glove. Like, dude, I don't fight, but I'll fuck you up. Like, yeah. I, you, you gotta respect that. Well, the fact that the dude who tried to fucking run him, and he said, "Yeah, not gonna yeah, was, happen." That was that was it all was, the Larkin it, it, it stuff. Was it Larkin yeah, too? it was like four I, different trade offs that they had that led Larkin to him dropping the gloves. Sorry, just said, "You know what? You want to try to hit me? Here you go. Here's my shoulder, bitch." Like, <laughs> I, I like he for uh, not. Same size guy, but he brings back that old Merlot line type of feel. Yeah, I got you. I got you. And he's way undersized compared to the other guys, but no, he's like the he's old school Merlot style. Like, get in there, bang, do what you can, yeah, grind it out. And that's that's one of the reasons why I really like the Nordstrom signing is because I thought that that was the role on the left side that he'd play in between Corrali and and Achari on the right. You he know. was a Daniel Paye type of player. Exactly. I mean, he has a little bit of skill and can throw his body around. Corrali is like a Gregory Campbell. Yep. But works. Yeah. <laughs> but works. Oh, uh, like, no, Greg, Greg Campbell had a much better uh, defense. All around game than Corrali does. I'll say no. it. I'll say it. No, no. no. Fuck that, man. I was, I was out on that kid fucking being on the third line from day one. I thought it was the dumbest idea that you could come up with. Well, Gregory Campbell wasn't the third line guy either. <clears throat> Nobody had the skill set where he could move up. Good, but didn't. Because that fucking uh, him, Thornton, and fucking Kelly or Paye fill in said player. Right. Fucking phenomenally. Yeah. And that's why I you don't break up what works. Exactly. And... As much as I would love to see Pasternak down on that second to help even out scoring a little bit more, It'll you don't change. break up what yeah. works. Right, Brian. But if you think about it, though, and we talked about this on, on the Black and Gold Hockey podcast on our Sunday program, that if if you, in certain situations, now there's teams out there that the Bruins play very well, and there's teams out there that the Bruins do not. They play down two. Now, when they play down two teams, you can, you can rely 
and I'm probably wording this way fucking wrong, but like, like for instance, if they're playing Buffalo, you, I would want to put Pasternak on the first line and keep him there. But if they're playing a team like Pittsburgh and you match up their their depth on their top freaking twelve, I mean their twelve players, you I would want to see Pasternak and his skill drop down one. Just just in those situations, not a full time role. Just like when they play certain like Pittsburgh and the Rangers, Jersey, Chicago, and teams out west that are really fucking good. Yeah, you want to get a couple of lines of freaking offensive threats and not you know rely on just one line that's going to get so tired you won't be able to say that about buffalo for too much longer so no, just, i mean i mean have you seen their fucking prospect depth they yeah, they, they are good. deep and they're going to be good in a few years yeah. defense, defenseman's nasty yeah i mean oh uh, raz uh, darlene yeah fucking yeah. unbelievable i've been watching this kid on like so many damn hockey draft videos like Steve Coniano, so you guys got to follow him, draft the draft analyst. Uh, talk to, um, uh, oh shit, I can't remember the fucking show now, but it's uh, Guy Flaming. He plays. He does a great show for the Canadian prospects up there, the OHL fanboys. These guys are all talking about this freaking unbelievable freaking crop of people that are coming up, and I know it's disgusting. And I'm all right with doing it situationally based as opposed to a full time basis. Yeah. But the fourth line has been, and you know what's fucked up? I feel like the fourth line has been what essentially the third line was for a couple games. Yeah. And I feel like they flopped them the wrong direction. Like, I know why Bacchus is going to be on that third, but what was the game? They rolled. It was Bacchus, Corrali, when they were still trying to give Corrali that shot. Wasn't it Ottawa? Uh, yeah, I think it was yeah, Ottawa. It was, yeah, wasn't it Heinen on the left? Yeah. And Corrali and Bacchus. Yeah. Yeah. And then the fourth line was like, who Who was it? Does Donato? Nordstrom. Nordstrom. Wasn't Donato on that fourth I line? Think so. No. No. I no. Think that's... It was. Fuck. I, I don't remember yeah, how the situation uh, works, but the third line though. looked like what a fourth line should be. Right. I, I'm, I'm impressed with it as long as they know what they have in those players. And don't try and give them too much responsibility like Corrali on the third line or moving Achari up to the third line in any capacity. Like, you know what you got. Stick with it. Yep. Yeah, don't move Achari. And I would, I would like to see Nordstrom back down on that fourth. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that's he, what I was just about to right say, now. Brian. I was just about to talk about, I like, like Nordstrom got a look, you know, almost like, um, uh, what's his name, Nash. Got when Bergeron was freaking injured. Went right up to that first line and really gelled really good with that whole line and pretty much sustained that center position for that line. Like Nordstrom's going up to the second line is like huge confidence for him because he is kind of a bigger um kind of power forward with 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 a decent pair of hands. So with his experience with, with Krejci and, and Debrusque and so on. I think bringing him back down would bring a bigger element to his game to like really fill out four lines of offensive depth. Do you think it hurts Donato in any way? I uh, do. Sitting there going like this fucking guy, like this is what I'm getting bumped out for. Uh, honestly, it's, it's got to be. Uh, it's so hard for me to say this because, you know, I, you guys know I do 
pay attention to these people because I'm with the a lot of the a lot of the times I am with the team, just not on a on a frequent basis that I I would like to. But when you when you talk to certain players and and um and, and coaching staff that are around these young kids, you can definitely tell that they're here for a reason, but they still need work. So and then that if you're going to come in here and show that you want to play, you're going to play mentality. I think that plays a role too. So I think that Joachim came in and he really showed the staff that he wants to be a player that can play on the top six if needed. Like if injuries happen, he could be a valuable asset anywhere up there, just like Nash was. Nash was a third or fourth line player. A couple of years ago, and he moved right up when 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 needed. So, being a utility player like that is huge in this league. That's why I'm a huge fan of like Solaric. Solaric can play the left and the right side, and that's key. That stuff like that is yeah. is important. Yeah, you move him around. These guys are on low cap hits on on their entry level deals. I mean, there is a position to put, but what you're doing is, and what fans don't like, and what the Jacobs don't like is, they don't like taking a roster player. That is making four, five, six million, seven million dollars, and put them up there and watch games. They are what I call cheap, and they want to see maximum value for each player, you know. And and I think that's wrong, but in a business, it's right. Right? No, no, no. I get that. I just feel like adding Nordstrom to that second line when Donato had been playing pretty well. Yeah. Like I'm worried that. Fucks his confidence up a little bit, maybe. But think of it on the opposite side. It might push him to be better. Like they did with Rask. Yeah. Last year with Hadouken. With Hadouken. And I get that. I just... that It's almost like these the, the younger kids are a little bit more fragile mentally than, than they really have been. Yeah, and that's expected as a developing player. You're just getting used to something. You know, it's not a repetitive thing for you just yet. So you're gonna have these ups and downs of um, of uh, uh, muscle memory, emotions. If you, if that's right, and please, if you if you need to check the New England Medicine Journal and uh, let me know if that's right. But um, it's a joke. Another funny fail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you were trying to be funny. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Damn you, Paul. <laughs> um, but you know, I lost my track of thought again, but. It's, it's just. I, I like you like the bottom half. I just. I don't know if I. You know, I'm gonna say it, David Backus, man. I don't I fucking hate that guy. I fucking hate it. I hate the contract because it's yeah. not gonna be the same. It's gonna be a money situation for a lot of people, and and it's a respectable thing because management really dropped the ball on oh, on they- offering him that deal. And like I, I think I told you, Brian, on, on a program a while ago that when they first like got him on Twitter, it was only for one year. And I was like, well, that's really not that bad. And then all of a sudden, like yeah, an hour later, changed. it changed to six. And I'm like, oh, I, I mean, I wanted to jump out the window. But like, I could take that. I could take what he brings to the table at his age at uh, even three million dollars. I can be like, all right, I can. I can deal with that at six. No way. Yeah, that was, that was too much. Is excessive. And, and unfortunate, you know what he's probably going to do after this? He's probably not going to play again. This was like his nest egg. This was his, you know, I'll go to a team, but you got to pay me. 
Probably. And 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 then you know the Bruins are just out there with their, you know, zippers down and so on and ready to freaking you know work out a deal. Like I, they did Bolesky. Yeah. Well, yeah. Of course. I mean, I mean, I mean, Brian, come on, look back. I mean, Bolesky was the the uh, the taste of the buffet back in the day. He was the most high profiled free agent of the yeah. of the summer and and what does that tell you about that free agent class that summer i fucking was atrocious. Very bad <laughs> oh, so <laughs> bad yeah and i mean he was lost yeah and it's like it, in that situation i think that's when you come back to like could open could open had a really good fucking year last year and he proved in the early half that he was a lot better goaltender than tuka rask and then Hudobin pushed Rask, and then Rask pretty much took off from. Um, I said, "Fuck you! This is my job." Yeah, there. exactly, and pretty much went out but, through the whole year. But there's nobody to push back us because they're not going to allow that. Right. <laughs> that's I mean, the, that's... Big, the biggest thing, Brian, is they're not going to push it is because of his leadership. It's not about his skill on the ice. I mean, it is, of course, it is because you're thinking about the pro level and you're there for a reason. But to them as an organization, his his leadership and for what he's been through throughout his career is so valuable to a team that is 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 ready to insert more of a youth movement. And and believe it or not, that's probably what Pitt played a big role in him being signed for that long is because with this core coming up through the years that he could be pretty much there to play that shower role. You know that just that that one guy that's been around for the longest and and has the ultimate leadership. I mean he, I mean it sucks because Shane Doan uh, from your Arizona Coyotes. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. You know still, he played for that organization for the whole. I mean since it was the Winnipeg Jets back in the day, but he you know he went on to play that leadership role, and I think that's like that's like Bacchus, even though Bacchus has changed teams. Yeah, but- Don didn't, and that's, and I think that's where I disconnect. Is like, okay, Don didn't decline. Don didn't go anywhere. Right. Don just stayed fucking put, and he had opportunities to leave. Yeah, I mean, he was heavily favored to come to the Bruins. He, I mean, dude, everybody's heavily favored to come to the Bruins. Yeah. But yeah. I, you could probably name about fifteen people who have been rumored at some point in time in their career. That's- Kind of true, or or that they were here, i.e., Blake Wheeler. I mean, that worked out in the long run, but <laughs> I know it didn't. <clears throat> yeah, it did we want a fucking cup? Well, true. And no, that worked out. <laughs> we probably still would have won one if he stayed. Though. No, that that one worked out, but no, like it. He is a lead. I just great. You're a leader. That's you're not a six million dollar leader. That that's just where I'm so out, and and I know with the injury and and the diverticulitis and shit last year, like. I, I do I do try and give him some leeway. Yep. But even when he came back and was like, no, I'm good to go. Like, dude, look at you fucking play. No, you're not. Yeah, but for somebody who's been through so much and to stick around and still play and say, I'm not going to fuck you. Yeah. Nah, it's just hockey players. That's what they do. Like, I, they, they that's could, true, too. They, but Peverly had a fucking heart attack on the Stars bench and was like, yo, dude. why are you taking me to the hospital? Like... <laughs> Hey, I was God. watching that game on NHL Center Ice that that night. I was too. I well, was not messed up. I was watching it too. That was that was a rough rough yeah, thing to bad. see. But I loved Peverly. <clears throat> no, you always you definitely felt for the guy. But even when he was in Atlanta, a six million dollar leader though. Yeah, you can't you can't find a leader for fucking half that. But, but Brian, on your point, 
and the, well said by the way but it, when when people think about um the PTOs that we had this year this uh, this summer in the off season with Daniel Winnick and Lee Stumpniak you know <laughs> it's like we need these guys and it's like well what what are you talking about we don't need these guys we have a room full of leaders yeah you know we, there's already six or seven veterans on this team that you can go and talk to or have a beer with after a game if you need to. Why do we need more oldies? I'm just not a fan of that. And I, and you know, the Stumpniak one, and I call him Stumpniak because he, I, I'm not a fan of his at all. And I don't get what, why fans are so glorified. Because he went him in the off season, man. Come on. I know, went, but that's the thing is, is you let him go in the preseason, and then he, you oh, trade for him. <laughs> you give him a couple of round picks to get him back. It's like you could have had him in fucking September. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. I, I think people still live on what he did. Partially the same thing with, like, Bacchus. They live on what he used to be. Yeah. As opposed to what he actually is. It's like they glorified freaking Yarmir Jagger. I mean, yeah, Jagger was good. But you know what? He was not that good while he was here. No, he was already 65. Yeah, he, was, he was already 65. Like, AARP was already <laughs> kicking in. Like, no. He's got his Medicard. Oh God, no! Did he no, even he, turn? No, he didn't. Of course not. Do you remember? I heard a podcast, and I'm not sure. I think it was Spitting Chicklets. That they said that uh, they were talking to somebody, um, a former player, and said uh, when Yarmir had to skate backwards in drills, he he just blatantly refused. And well, the, yeah. but, but the one time he did it because he was told to, he fell. <laughs> I mean, I could see that he was never a good skater. No. But when you when he had to freaking like protect the puck and put that freaking Dude, ass, ass check on you, he was always you know always there. And he he did all right, but I don't know. I'm just I'm so out on a few players on this team, which is why I'm so make moves. And I it, it, the funny thing I'm I'd I'd err on the side of caution of getting rid of Krejci and Rask first, and I'd rather move on from. Heinen and Bacchus first. Yeah. Uh, those are the guys that I'd like to see just disappear first. In a perfect, I... in a perfect world, who knows? But right now, and what what they're what they're garnering in their contracts is, is stating their their movement to me. You know what I mean? It's just like who wants to take that? <laughs> Nobody. The, the Bruins didn't even want to, you, but they were forced to. I'll tell you this right now that. Rask isn't going anywhere. No, Krejci's going to move before Rask is. Tuca is going to be here for at least one, two, three more seasons. Now let me ask you this, in all honesty. So, no, it, I'm, I'm sorry. All of this season plus two. Yeah. Okay, but do you think anything changes with the expansion coming for Seattle? That's that. Good could also play a huge, huge role in everything that happens. Now, they, suck. they have the Just vote. Right. Gonna... They're voting for it in December, right? I believe it's December that they're voting for it, but Jeremy Jacobs was talking on the radio before the home opener, and he was like, no, it's pretty much a fucking done deal. Yeah. Like, it's it, they're going to be good, and uh, there's no reason that I mean, that stadium won't be ready by 2020. I love that they're doing that with Seattle. I do. I want another. I, I, I don't mind having a team, but it's going to fuck us. It's we're, gonna, fi- we're 15 minutes away from from t- putting in about two hours, so 
let's do this right now, right? It, let's go back to Vegas rules, all right? When Vegas drafted a player, they had two scenarios. You could draft a goaltender and seven players, or was it a goaltender? No. What was you could only protect seven total. Seven total. Yes. All right, so go through the lineup, each one of us, and figure out the seven people you would keep right now. It's already sold. Yeah, that, that's easy. Bergeron, Marshan, back, uh, Bostonok, McAvoy, Tuca. See, I'm not protecting Tuca. Fuck I, you. I know you weren't. I'm not, but I'm, but it's understandable. Like Carlo. Yep. McAvoy. Yep. Bergeron, Marshan, Bastonak. Yep. That? Fucking six already. Yeah. Well, oh, that's five. Yeah, five, five. six. DeBrusque. Yep. You've got to keep him. Yeah, of DeBrusque, course. absolutely. DeBrusque is a lifer. If right. you don't, there's no way you can't get DeBrusque life for shit. And then Donato. I am pretty oh. much on the same board, but I'm not protecting Rask. No, I'd rather protect Vladar. We don't have anybody else. But, I'm right, okay. right, right, right. But the funny thing is, though, is the draft is before the, the Seattle draft. Would be before the, the entry draft. exactly, Brian. Oh, so gosh. that's when you go out and you start wheeling and dealing for a goaltender to come back the other way. Fuck. I, yep, that's you. why you're not protecting Raskin that. And you and you come down off that seven million dollars off of his cap. <laughs> that's true. And you bring in somebody that is at right around the four or five range that's starting to make a name for himself. I'm not saying you're going to go out and get a rookie like Carter Hart or anything like that, but you look at a player, you scout the player properly, you see if he fits in this team and, and, and his personality, and you get that guy in here as soon as possible. Because, I mean, just everything that's going on right now from what I'm seeing from the organization is that they're ready to start building seriously for a championship. And it, it takes time. You can't think of it, it's going to happen year to year. I get the rah-rah fans out there. I love it. It's great passion, but... When you really narrow it down, it's just sometimes unrealistic. So, uh, yeah, I'd rather see future shit. Yeah. I mean, nah. I, I don't think hockey's going to end unless this fucking crater comes and fucking crashes into the fucking world. Relax. I call yeah, it exactly. I, see, Gary Paul, that's why I like you, brother. Relax. I call, I call that crater Gary Bettman. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Bettman. And, I, hey, hey, listen, you're going to hear this right now, right? And you might want to say this on your show too. Since Gary Bettman is officially going to be nominated, oh, he is nominated or going to be in the Hockey Hall of Fame in November. What? I think he's going to retire. Oh, yeah, he's close. Who's yeah. going to replace him? Uh, fucking anybody. <laughs> anybody. Uh, I, I got a left shoe that'll do just fine. <laughs> I'll take the job. Paul no. Bissonette. Way less money. Yeah, that, that's that's a good replacement. <laughs> hey, CBD oils and pens and everything. I'm fucking, I gotta go though. I, I'm I'm voting for him. That guy's funny. I can see that though too with Rask leaving the money to go for somebody different. Gotta. But I love Rask though. Deep down inside. I do too because I've been, I've been a follower since he was a kid in in Finland yeah. before the freaking Toronto Maple Leafs drafted him, and then when he came here for Andrew Raycroft, I, I literally looked at my wife. I'm like, "This is happening." I mean, everything started to come around, and 
But before he declines. I know. I know. Completely. I just hope that as the playoffs. <laughs> sooner or later that they do something for these guys that were on that 2011 team. Which yes. means Bergeron, Marshan, and Krejci, and blah, blah, blah. I really want to see it. But unfortunately, <laughs> the way that I'm thinking in my crystal freaking crack ball is, is, you know, mine goes. I think that Bergeron is legitimately the only one that could be around for the a, a another cup. Yeah. You know? And I hope so because, I mean, his body is just taking a beating. But he's he ain't still, too much left. I know, but he still produces. I, I was going to – that's another thing too. I got to yell at both of you motherfuckers because when I wasn't here and, and Mark replaced me, you all bashed Bergeron. We bad. didn't bash what? Bergeron. We you just didn't on, bash Bergeron. We were honest you about Bergeron. I, was I high? You yeah. were high as a motherfucker, clearly. Probably, oh. but it doesn't, no, neg- it doesn't no. negate the fact that we were honest about Bergeron. You were Bergeron. not honest. You were bullshitting through your uh, teeth. You Fucking could, shit was look, coming I know. Mouth. You lick his taint, but it's – Dude, dude fuck it's, you, man. No way. Facts are facts. Man. Facts are not no, facts. No, because Mark, we were talking about the fact that he's coming and banged up a lot. He's not making it through a season. And he's still playing better than fucking half the centers in the league. Yeah, I gotta that give doesn't him credit change on that one. That doesn't what? change the truth, though. It does change the truth. It, it does change the truth. The fact this that this is a guy who can't make he, twenty times better than you guys are making him out to be. I, I'm. I never said he's a terrible player. My point is, he's always coming into a season now banged up already. Who isn't? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. A lot of other fucking Besides players. Besides diving-ass Crosby. <clears throat> Do you know how, many, how many players are missing fucking preseason games or the start of season? But has he earned the right to stay fucking not play preseason? Okay, but that, you you need that, though. W- wait a minute. Isn't Bergeron leading our goal scoring right now? Yeah. The, Oh, so oh, wait, wait, I never wait. said he was a bad player. You just won't get off the fact that he's the greatest of all time. I'm not and saying he's, he's the not. greatest of all time. I'm not saying that. He's um, he's, he's a great fucking player, three. but he can't make through a season anymore. And if you look at when he's starting to get injured, we'll it's not happens. at a good time of year. But he's doing more than any center in the league does besides never, Kopitar. Never disagreed. For me, never. Paul. For me, Paul, it, it is a concern because of. I'm not of saying it's a concern. What just, he's doing? No, but I'm like, um, you know. I'm seeing the trend of every three years he's coming into the league uh, and he's, uh, you know, recovering. But he comes in and he plays and he freaking makes me eat my words all the time. But how much longer is that going to last? It's not an addictive on his career or me bashing him at all. I'm not saying that. But, okay, so so I know I'm going to throw this off and it's not a hockey reference, but – when uh, has when, yep, 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 yep. when hasn't it been that that Brady hasn't been fucking hurt all every year? And but, he gets the job done. But he's old, there for the beginning. Better than a twenty-two year old. But he's there for the beginning. But so isn't Berger? No, he's not. Brady he's didn't play preseason. He played two because he's a games. cunt this year. No, he wasn't. The, no, but no, because he's a bitch this he didn't year. Have to play. No, because he's a he bitch this have year. Because he earned the, the point right. Point is, is that if you're not. coming into a season. The preseason is when you get ready for the season. Okay, but these fucking these summer camps. No, these summer. (laughs) No, but it's true. These summer camps don't do shit getting you ready for a season. But okay, but straight up, hasn't 
And we still have a whole nother show to do after that. <laughs> Hasn't Brady earned the right to not we're play not preseason? We're not talking about Brady. Just like Bergeron nobody earns that right. has earned the right to you're, not play preseason? No, nobody earns not? that right. Your, your job is to come in here, get ready for the fucking season. It doesn't matter if it's preseason, okay, but training camps, get the fuck out there and play. If you're a regular season play as of now... Isn't affected by your offseason? Does play? not matter, Paul. He does have a point, though, Brian. No, but, and but I know what he's the, saying, but nobody earns I'm the right just, to not be able but, to fucking play. But, right? uh, no, Especially okay. if you're injured, no. But I'm saying your play as of now, Bergeron didn't play preseason. Look at the way he's fucking playing. He's playing it, phenomenal. It doesn't mean that it's not a concern that Brady he's fucking constantly injured. Games and he's playing phenomenal. It doesn't matter. He's still coming in injured. He's going to be injured by the end of the well, season, like he has been. He always is injured. But that's what you're disagreeing about. Because he always is in that type of play. Oh, Mark, do you see what I got to deal with? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take this fucking... We got a whole other hour. This is this bowl of popcorn I'm eating right now. My girl's going to kill me tonight. <laughs> We're going to record for another fucking two hours out of this. No, we're we're doing, we're doing. I gave you that option, Paul. I gave you that window to say, all right, we're done. No, I don't give a fuck. Mark, just wait. Cool. This conversation is going to continue right into the next one. This is my one recording. night of fucking getting away. Nice. And I'm, I'm happy you enjoyed it with us. This is almost gone, too. I'm going to be 40, and then I'm going to have to start feeling Brian's shit in the fridge. I'm already fucking five. I stopped counting cocktails. Well, my <laughs> even though I am being a bitch this week because of money-wise, but Brian already busted my balls for that as soon as I got here. What the fuck? Mike's hard lemonade. Oh, That's all right. 8%. So, no. Sam Adams. Get the drunk. It's fact. I'm fucking... Hey, get your drunk. Um, <laughs> that was my really bad... Oh, the fucking year. Or lowest, whatever. Lowest, probably lowest, but whatever. All right, gentlemen, I'm going to lead you off into the wild blue yonder of Ride the Pine Radio. This is going to be great. I, I'm just so happy that I was the primer for this. Oh, yeah. And please credit me very appreciately, please. <laughs> no, we did. It's, it's good. That conversation is going to continue immediately. Nice. We might as, I might as well just freaking put these two freaking things together and make this one four-hour freaking episode. <laughs> fucking... Never mind. I'm not even gonna say because he's gonna bitch. He's gonna brag about it. To be like fucking Habib and McGregor too. Just marking you. He's gonna try to mark mark you. All I know is I just I have this goddamn feeling that Brian's gonna say something about stabbing you in the throat in the next hour. Oh, it's coming, <laughs> dude. If you if he was fucking if he posted what we posted what we recorded last week, or if it didn't fuck up whatever happened. It would have been fucking hilarious. Everybody would have loved it. Because, dude, when we ended the show, we went on for what? A half an hour about fighting each other? Yep. <laughs> and it wasn't even like we actually wanted to fight each other. It was just... I legit thought I was going to choke him out e- on the grass in my parking lot. <laughs> our egos of you couldn't do this, you couldn't do that, was fucking top level shit. I could see you guys now smacking the mics out of your face. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was good it it would have been a good episode kind of sad (laughs) alright guys I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna end it there because I'm laughing way too much and you know when I start fucking laughing the the alcohol kicks in and goes right to the fucking brain so (laughs) uh, thank you so much guys Uh, please please follow 
follow these guys on Twitter um, I, at RTP Radio. That's Brian. Rain. RTP. Why don't you guys just, just mention yourselves? So I'm Radio RTP. He's hashtag football. <laughs> I yeah. knew that was coming. Yeah, any day anyway, so it don't matter. No, he's Paul RTP 37. I don't even remember my own fucking shit, so it's all good. <laughs> check, check out their Ride the Pine Radio on Apple iTunes. And where else can you guys be found? Google, literally everywhere except for like Spotify and like Spreaker and shit, like Apple, Google, uh, iHeartRadio, all that stuff. Fantastic program, mostly Bruins and and just absolute craziness, and I love it. So keep up the great work, gentlemen, and thank you so much, uh, Paul, for um, you know I apologize for the last time I I backed out because I had my sniffles. I got you. It's all good. Six all right, to six. Man. Like yeah. I said, if we go if we go out anywhere, I'm buying you a freaking beer and a shot. So appreciate it. All right, and uh, I appreciate both of you guys coming back on. And, uh, well, at least Brian back on the second time, and and uh, Paul the first. So thank you hell very yeah. much for listening, dude. I told you. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm pumped now. So <laughs> all right, boys. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much. Thanks, so. Later, Mark. Death Row, what a brother, no, once again, back is the incredible Ramen.